Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. No brakes. No brakes. No fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Welcome along. I'm Ian Brannan, and this week's show will bring you everything you ever needed to know about the British Speedway Premiership. This week saw the Premiership's clubs, along with key figures from British Speedway and Eurosport, meet the media at the National Speedway Stadium. And in this episode, we're giving you the chance to listen to everything from the press conference, plus a few exclusive interviews just for this podcast too. Hear more about Eurosport's plans for the season ahead, including the first day you need for your diary, the thoughts of Chris Louie and Damian Bates representing British Speedway Promoters Limited, and from the riders, team managers and rising stars from across British Speedway's Premiership. Hear them all in their own words here on No Breaks, No Fear. No Breaks. No fear. The official British Speedway podcast. So it's very much a Premiership special this week. I mean, there's going to be one or two other bits in there later on, but largely about the Premiership because it's been the launch of British Speedway's Premiership season at the National Speedway Stadium this week. And we're bringing you some exclusive interviews in this podcast. And there with the riders, including Chris Harris, Kyle Howarth, Brady Kurtz and Jack Thomas and um, managers Peter Adams and Richie Hawkins. You will only hear those interviews on this podcast and then there was discussion panels in front of the rest of the assembled media and we're going to bring you the audio uh, from those discussions as well so you can just hear everything for yourself and and make up your own mind and have uh, all your questions answered straight out of the the mouths of of those involved and um, it starts off with a discussion panel which was held between British Speedway Promoters Limited and Eurosports and on that panel were Chris Louie and um, Damien Bates, who of course is the British Speedway Vice Chairman. And they were joined from Eurosports by Will Brooks, who's a senior producer at Eurosports on the Speedway coverage and was there to explain a little more about what's going to be in store for 2022. Um, He's in conversation with Nigel Pearson and they start by talking about their enthusiasm for the upcoming season. Yeah, really excited. Obviously, there was a fantastic um, end to last season, you know, really built the excitement through the playoffs and the grand final. Um, 
you know, it's great for us to get the sport from Sky, bring it back to Eurosport, and you know, really looking forward to the next season going again. Yeah, absolutely. And the response within your offices has been positive after the first season. Fantastic final between Peterborough and, and Bellevue. So everybody at Eurosport clearly loves British Speedway. Yeah, I'd say, you know, really exciting final between um, the Aces and the Panthers. Um, you know, obviously got the bug for, for the sport back in 13-15. In As I say, really excited to have brought it to the channel and, yeah, looking forward to it getting going again. We should mention as well, Steve Saint, who is the executive director of Eurosports British Coverage, is here today. And uh, he's the guy that's been doing a lot of filming with you. So thanks for all your cooperation for that. Uh, today as well, 18 OBs, uh, yep. so 18 shows, and very popular with the general public. Yeah, indeed. You know, as I say, you know, went down really well last year. Um, looking to add to the coverage this year, so we brought in the onboards for um, the grand final last year. Looking at rolling out those onboards across the whole season um, for 2022, um, bringing in um, some touchscreen analysis as well, so we can sort of delve into to that side of things, get really into the. The analytical side of, of the racing and also um, new for this season uh, we're going to have uh, continuous coverage on Discovery Plus so um, no ad breaks on the Discovery Plus output so that will be sort of an extra 25 minutes of coverage at each round. And just a final thought from yourself Willie, the, the fact that the Grand Prix is back as well which you and I worked on previously um, to have it all on one platform now, the, the sport of Speedway, it's home right now in the UK and around the world is, is Discovery Plus and, and Eurosport in, in the UK. Yeah, great for us to say, it makes us the home of Speedway and you know, get off to a big start with um, Croatia on the 30th of this month and then British Speedway starting on the 2nd, so looking forward to kicking off with a bang. Wolverhampton versus Kings Lynn, as I recall, the, uh, the opening meeting, and it's already been, and a lot of people have said to me that, so already been getting lots of airtime uh, in between um, dart sessions and the World Snookers coming up as well. So you're spreading the word about Speedway, aren't you? We are indeed, yes. It's great. It's great to see. Welcome back to the sport, Will, uh, for, for another season. It's good to see you. If you can just pass the mic to Chris. Chris, a member of the board of BSP and, of course, Ipswich Witches uh, promoter too. Looking for a dry Thursday this Thursday. Yeah, no snow this Thursday. After the snow, the first Ipswich meeting snowed off, for goodness sake. How excited are you to be working with these guys? Uh, it's brilliant. You know, I thought it was a fantastic first year and, and to hear um, the sort of innovations that are coming in for this year as well, um, particularly with the onboards and uh, the continuous coverage, 20, 20 minutes of, of extra chat and stuff, you know, um, is, is well worth uh, tuning into. So, and having, you know, Discovery have the portfolio growing um, with the World Championship, and, and for British Speedway to be sitting alongside that is, is an honour, really. Yeah, fantastic. Ipswich missed out on the playoffs last year, injury hit and all the rest of it, but I'm sure between you and Richie Hawkins who's here and Danny King today, a bit of a determination to go on, but only you've brought in a world champion. Yeah, we, you know, we needed to make a, an early statement with the team building. Um, we missed out last year with, with having the team led. You know, we brought Jason Crump in. Um, it was a gamble, it was a big move. I think it would have paid off, to be honest, um, if he hadn't have had that heavy fall at Wolverhampton. Um, he just sort of found his feet quite quickly, quicker than I thought he would, to be honest, and that really knocked the wind out of his sails. And uh, from then on in, we, we just couldn't cover his absence. He kept trying to come back at, at his age. Um, you know, he was as shocked as anybody as how hard it was to, to recover from. So, uh, yeah, as a team, we didn't recover from that, but. Uh, Bringing Jason Doyle for this year, you know, uh, heavy hitting number one. Um, really looking forward to working with him. He's a straight talker. He doesn't sort of take anything from the team. You know, he won't take anything lying down. If they're not performing, he'll, he'll talk to them and 
tell them what he thinks and um, what he expects. He's already done that as, as early as press day, so uh, looking forward to that. And exciting times for the sport to welcome back Oxford in the Championship, an iconic venue, of course. Hopefully, Eastbourne next year, maybe working to the National Development League level, a new track up in Cumbria as well. So, there are some positive aspects to talk about in British Speedway. Yeah, there are. The Workington project, um, you know, is starting to take shape, is quite exciting. Um, having Oxford back. Uh, you know, it's, it's in the right place in the country. It's surrounded by chimney pots, lots of fans around there. So uh, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how they get on. I think they've sold out the first three meetings, so that's that's exciting for them. Um, yeah, it's great. You know, it, it's it's uh, it's been a tough couple of years. You know, um, there's been a few clubs on the brink. Birmingham, obviously, were, were on the brink, and, and they've uh, kept their place. So, uh, you know, I think the sport's done, done well through these difficult times. Again, this year... Um, for, for the fans and everybody alike, it's it's pretty tough out there. But uh, so far, the early meetings, um, the League Cup and, and the Championship stuff has been well supported, so it's all looking good. Yeah, fantastic. Chris, thanks for your time. Um, if you can just hand over to Damien. Damien Bates, Vice Chairman of British Speedway Promoters Limited. Um, you asked me not to ask any awkward questions, but no. Um, this has been well discussed anyway. Um, six teams in the Premiership. I think we'd all maybe like to see seven or eight, but you've made the point that there are six solid clubs here and now in the, in the top flight of British Speedway. Tell us your thoughts on that. Um, yeah, well, it, it's the, the clubs that's in the league at the moment. They are they are pretty solid and the well-run clubs. And uh, there was there was there was a couple of rumblings from clubs who, who, who maybe wanted to come up, but that didn't come to that didn't come. To anywhere where we expected, so we had to go with six clubs that we that we had. And six clubs worked last year with a shortened season, but this year you've added the League Cup as well. So there is still variety for fans to enjoy, albeit with the six teams. I think we're all in agreement that you know we'd like ten clubs in this league, um, even get to eight over the next couple of years. Or so, but um, we've had to obviously add some extra fixtures in because. Just having to own to away. It's not a long season, um, and there's big gaps which which nobody likes. Fans don't like. Um, we don't like. So yeah, that's why we put League Cup in. And a question that, that you know often gets asked about the commercial support of British Speedway. All the clubs are sponsored. TV deal, which I think has got four more years for British Speedway right now. Um, what about a title sponsor for the league? Is that something that's ongoing? That that the board are continuing to look at? Yeah, we, we, we um, in the COVID year, we did have a, um, a title sponsor done lined up. But obviously COVID... Um, uh, scrap the season. Scrap that season. Yeah. So, and a lot of people are, are, have tightened the belts up um, and it's been difficult. We have got, we are working on it constantly. Um, so hopefully, you know, I'd like to see if we've got something next year. If you could just pass back to Chris, because Chris, I know something that you're very big on. You work very closely with Eurosport on behalf of the board. One thing that, that you're very keen on is attention to detail, presentation of stadiums on Eurosport live broadcasts, and, and you're heavily into that, aren't you? Yeah, I think we've got to present the sport um, maybe better than we have done in, in the last few seasons. And, um, you know, we've already had site visits at each track, and, uh, you know, key areas need to be tidied up, um, need to be brightened up. and. Um, yeah, there's a lot to that. There's uh, compliance and things with, with TV rules, and, and we've been through everything. And yeah, we're hoping that over certainly, um, maybe not initially, but but over the early part of the season, that we'll we'll see everywhere uh, looking looking a lot better.
And of course, every track will be featured at some stage. Um, it might be a tricky question off the top of your head, but do you know where we're going after Wolverhampton on the 2nd of May? Can you remember where, where we are? Or? Top of my head, I can't. You're right. No, <laughs> no difficult questions. But, but all six tracks, we'll, we'll get to them in the early weeks of the season. All, all six tracks, I think actually, if I do remember rightly, I think that the six tracks are all visited straight away. So it's six, 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 six yeah. different venues, yeah. yeah. And the British final back here? Where else could it be, really? I mean, some, some people would rather have it not here, those that perhaps don't go so well around here, but, I mean, this is the National Speedway Stadium, and on British final night, it's a perfect venue, isn't it? Yeah, I was listening to a couple of the riders only this morning and when we turned up, and they were standing up here with a view of the track um, and just discussing how they, they can come one day with a, with a set-up and score good points come the next week and, and they can't do a thing and people are just riding past them for fun so you can't hide around here it's 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 you know it is the number one racetrack in my opinion in the country it's the national speedway stadium it should be the home for, for the big event British Speedway Board Director Chris Louie there, rounding off that uh, little section, the discussion panel, which also featured Damien Bates, British Speedway's Vice Chairman, and Jamie Stewart from Eurosport, revealing more about the upcoming TV coverage through the course of this season. Right now, for some of our exclusive interviews uh, on No Breaks, No Fear, because while all this was happening, we had our reporter Lee Wilde there, who was seeking out some riders to chat to, and we're going to hear very soon from Jack Thomas, Brady Kurtz and Kyle Howarth but first he caught up with Chris Harris because what a season Bomber had last year because when you think a year ago Peterborough announced their team and people were saying what quite an experienced team you know quite a few old hands in the world of Speedway well they certainly showed everybody didn't they because they went on and won the Premiership title and so Lee uh, spoke with Chris and, and started by talking about that amazing season last year and, and what it feels like heading into 2022 as uh, a league champion and, and Peterborough going in to defend their crown. Yeah, obviously, defending champions is always exciting and um, you always know you've got a target on your back as well because everyone wants to beat the champs. So, um, But we, uh, we're up for it. We've got a good side again behind us. We're only Bibiani, obviously, retiring and Benjamin Baston coming in and he's settled in pretty good. So, yeah, we're uh, all the boys are, are up for it. It looked on TV, especially that like you had huge camaraderie in that team. And how crucial is that? Because there's only two of you out on a track at a time. How crucial is it that you all work together towards that end goal? Oh yeah, all, all season we, uh, you know, we was working in the pits together. You know, make sure everyone's needing any help, then they're there to help. And if somebody's struggling, there's always someone there to back them up. So, and that's what the key is success for success. And um, you know, we was lucky last year. And you know. Robert, team manager, well, the whole the whole setup there was just great. Everyone worked as a as a unit and and worked as one. So, you know, it's no good having one rider go out and score fifteen every week and the other six aren't. So, you know, you need you need to be all scoring and and, and enjoying your racing. And then we had some fun and a lot of banter on the way. And for a rider like Jordan Palin, having five guys with your experience in the pits alongside, what was it like having him learning from you? Must be great to pass on the knowledge. Yeah, he's, he knew he was always there if needed to, to, to ask any questions. And um, yeah, he's a good young lad. He, you know, he listens if he's asked anything. And uh, yeah, he's, he, you know, at that age, you've got to absorb everything that comes in. And, and, you know, some of it will be useful, some won't be. But um, yeah, he's, he's a good young lad and um, he's got a bright future ahead of him. And you've got a pretty busy calendar yourself. How much does racing in the championship as well benefit you? Well, I just like to be busy, so I'd ride every day of the week probably. But, um, yeah, we uh, it's, it's, it's a busy time. Like I said, I like to be busy and everything, so it, it doesn't really affect it. It's just a lot of organising, but I'm lucky I've got 
good people around us and the wife does all my organising really make sure I'm in the right places at the right time with the flights if I need flights and ferries and when I'm abroad and over here make sure I'm, I'm going to the right place and I'm eating right so yeah it's a lot of organising but say I've got, a, I've got a good woman behind me and if you'll forgive me you're one of the more senior riders how important is it to have that support you know to keep you going it's not as easy as these younger guys is it no definitely not especially uh, say when you get a bit older it's uh, the, the memory goes a little bit but now I've got say I've got a great sponsors behind me this year again and say with, uh, with the wife and everything behind me helping me and all the family so it's uh, yeah it's hard especially how being as busy as I am and with the with the kids and all but they they come along when they can as well to enjoy it so it's it's it's, it's a lot of organizing like I said but it's it's great fun and personal goals for this year, looking towards the British final, things like that. Have you set yourself any aims, any targets? Well, I always want to win the British final. It's been oh, 2010 since I last won it, so uh, it's been a long time, and I want to get a, get my fourth. So it's always hard, cause especially being at Bellevue every year now, it's, it's a hard track to come to, to think, where uh, other tracks um, where people used to struggle, where no really struggles here, because you can go out and win a race and then win a last. So it's, it's a tough track, but, um, yeah, we'll... Uh, we, We've got good equipment, so there's no reason why I can't uh, be there battling again. Chris, thank you very much. Best of luck for 2022. Thank you, mate. Cheers. So I've got Kyle Howarth now of the Sheffield Tigers. And Kyle, you've been tipped as one of the strongest teams in the league this year. You must be pretty excited by the team that Steady's put together. Yeah, definitely. It's um, looking a solid team. And I think the Sheffield promotion and Simon have put a great team together. You brought two new riders, Thomas Mujilak and Craig Cook, who can play a big part this year. Very well experienced in England. Um, on home track and away tracks so and I think you've got a mixture of riders who can ride on big and small tracks as we've shown straight away winning at Bellevue and then going to Wolverhampton a totally different track and winning at uh, Wolverhampton too so we're looking good I think obviously as you know it's a long season we just need to keep fit and healthy and keep doing our thing one of the biggest signings in the off-season was keeping all the Jack Holder. Obviously, he's an established star in Poland now. What is it like having him at the spearhead of your team, knowing that he's going to score, well, pretty much every meeting? Yeah, it's obviously he's a, he's a class number one, isn't he? And um, obviously, going into the Grand Prix, it's made his figure a lot bigger. And you've seen what he did last year for us, and he's already started on fire for us already, hasn't he? I know. Um, so, he's a good rider, and he's, he's, to have him as a number one, a number one who's solid number one who can get points home and away and uh, there's no reason why you can't do that again this year for us and I think you're one of the more loyal riders in Speedway you don't tend to move around teams that much what is it you value about that stability um, obviously I just I'm happy where I'm at and don't don't if I'm happy I'm not gonna I'm not gonna move if, I, if you know the promotion want me back they want me back and I'm gonna go back because Sheffield they always seem to they always want to win the league they always put a good team together they're a, promo, a, prof, a very professional um, program and they run a massive uh, a great club and a successful club and winning the league with them in, in 2017 it shows they want success and going up into the Premiership they want success and they put a good team together last year it just didn't quite happen as you know but this year you can see look what it means to them already um, they put that team together they've got some really big sponsors so I want to be part of that and what about the reserve steadies picked reserves can be crucial in a meeting can't they you've got two good ones there yeah Stefan and Connor they've um, rolled great for us so far and they're two good lads and um as you know, um, Speedway, it's not just one with five riders, it's one with seven. And um, the reserves do play a crucial part. And looking at our reserves, if uh, we can get them going and keep them firing all season, I'm pretty sure they can do some a lot of damage out there. 
And what about the off-season? What sort of work does it take in the off-season to get ready for a, for a year like this when you want to push on for the title? Yeah, obviously, last year coming short always hurts you a little bit because you put all that work in and to get to the playoffs... It's a, it's a, it's a bit, it's, it sucks sometimes. I'm not going to lie. So obviously that just that extra bit of fire in your belly, you want to go that one more, don't you, and get to the final and win. So obviously when you see the team they were putting together and the team they did put together, just looking at it gives you that little bit more fire because you, that is a good team. And uh, you know I think the promotion deserve it. The, um, they work hard in the off season. Mark, Damien, Peter Mole, Julie Redding, and Simon Stead. They all work hard, and the sponsors they get in, they deserve it sponsoring the club and the, the ones that the most of the fans who support us week in week out home and away so that's who we want we want a title for them guys so um, it means a lot to us and there's no reason why we can't do it this year with the team we've got and looking forward towards the end of this season what teams do you think will be up there are there any that you think are really strong I think at the minute they're all looking strong um, I don't really when I look at I think Bellevue will be always there be Wolverhampton Kingsland, but you know you can't write Peter off, can you? Last year, everyone wrote him off, saying they're old and they're all they've all had it, and they come and won the league. So, Speedway's a funny old game. I've learned that over the years, and you never know. So, um, we're going to look after ourselves. We're going to keep the team, keep level-headed, and keep doing our thing. And we'll take every match as it comes. We've got a big match on Thursday. We look forward to that one, and it's against Bellevue, the local rivals. There's always a great atmosphere against them. And uh, we just need to win that one and move on to the next one and we'll keep doing that till um, till uh, we get to the semis. And we'll just quickly look towards the championship as well because you're a part of a very strong side in the championship, aren't you? Yeah, obviously Leicester, Stuart Dixon is a, is a very keen keen manager and he is a, he's very passionate about his job and he enjoys what he does. He's put a solid team together, as you can see, the results we've had. We've had um, three big home wins and we drew at Leicester the other day after it got rain off. Uh, no, sorry, Birmingham when it got rained off. But yeah, he's <clears throat> put a team together what seems to be working and it's uh, looking an exciting team, looking an exciting year for them too. Kyle, thanks very much and best luck for 2022. Cheers, thank you. Brady Kurtz promoted to captain for 2022. That's a big show of faith from team manager Mark Lemon. Is it something you're relishing? Yeah, for sure. I think it's a, a role that, that'll suit me and I think I can bring a lot to the team. So I think uh, we've got a good bunch of guys. Obviously, our team's maybe not finished or is it finished or we'll um we'll we'll take it as it comes and uh we'll we'll get into the season and if if we get some some more backup from mark then uh then we'll take it as it comes but uh no i think i think uh our team's looking solid we've got a couple of guys from last year and having max come back is is a big boost for bellevue he was here for a lot of years and i think a few meetings he'll get back into the swing of british speedway and uh i I think we've we've got a stronger team than everyone's expecting what sort of captain are you are you a shouter or are you more elite by example no i'm not too much of a shouter well not yet anyway we'll see no I think I'm I'm hoping for a good season for myself last year was below expectation and uh the injury at the end just yeah really set the tone for a for a disappointing British league but uh I'm I'm back Lemo's left the faith with me and uh he's he's expecting some big things from me so it's it's on my shoulders to to take on the role and like you said lead by example and uh hopefully 
lead Bellevue to a win. How is the injury? Because it was one that took a little bit to come back from. It was muscle, it was also concussion-related sort of, wasn't it? So yeah. is it 100% fully fit? Most of it was to do with my head. I've had a lot of problems with my head in the past and it's not something that I'm really w- r- willing to risk it at any cost. But uh, I took a lot of time off over the winter to make sure that I was 100% and uh, I'm, I'm definitely that, so I'm ready to go. Very exciting signing at reserve for Bellevue with Norwich Bladorn. What sort of role will you play as a captain in helping him adapt to British Speedway? Because it's not like other countries, is it? I spent a fair bit of time talking to him during the first match and he was really quite nervous, which is pretty much expected. It's his, it's his first meeting and he's very unknown to, to this league and these tracks, but I think he's a rider with a lot of talent. I think he he could be, I'm not sure, sure exactly how old he is, 18 would he be? You think, I think he's yeah, early, <coughs> early, late teens, early 20s. 17 maybe, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think he's, he could be one of the most talented young riders in the world at the moment and it'll take him a good few weeks maybe even like two months or so to, to get settled into British League because it's not like anything else in the world. And uh, But I think once he does get settled in, he will feel comfortable and, um, yeah, hopefully I can help him move towards that and I think we can expect some, some good things from him during the year. Now, your teammate Jay Callan's on a temporary contract. That creates competition within a side. Is that competition that's healthy? Is that going to drive you all on? Uh, you can always look at it that way, but uh, I've known Jake for a long time. We've been friends since we were kids, so it's nice to have him in the side. And I think he's definitely going to put himself in the shop window, whether it is to stay here or even for another team. He's definitely going to want to put in a good performance and show that he should have a place in this league, which I think he should. And uh, hopefully that does drive him and also Jai and the other guys that they can all, they can all you know, show what they've got. And uh, I think we're, I think we're going to end up with a good side. And just finally, not necessarily the way you want to start the season with a home loss against Sheffield. You've got a meeting at Sheffield this week and you've got a big bank holiday double header. They're statement meetings. What have you got to, what have you got to do going into those? If we, if we win on Thursday and we win on Monday, no one will remember last week. I think uh, we, we've got the side to do it. You know, we, we're not as, we may be missing one rider, but we've still got a strong side without it. And uh, I think... Yeah, we can, we can definitely win these meetings. We only have to, to go there with the right mindset and just get the job done. So, Jack Thomas, Kingsland Stars, it's a big opportunity for you this year. Just how happy were you when you got the call to be the rising star? Um, yeah, no, it's it such a cool call-up, really. Um, always been a fan of the Stars. Um, from a young age, my uncle sponsored them and we've always gone and watched. And It's always been such a big dream to have the opportunity um, to ride for my home club. So when I got the phone call off Alex... Um, didn't take a lot of thinking to really give him the answer. Coming into a team that was a little bit low on confidence last year, but you're quite a bright, bubbly personality. Is that something you can inject into the team? Yeah, no, some people say I'm a bit crazy. I have a bit of energy in me all the time. So with, with Josh and a few of the other boys, um, yeah, we're going to have uh, quite, quite an atmosphere in the pits, I think, um, which will definitely do us good in the long run. The Rising Star Scheme's a real opportunity for riders such as yourself, is it, to progress into the top level of British speed, where we've seen riders like Jordan Palin and Tom Brennan really benefit from that. Is that something you think you can replicate? Yeah, no, definitely. I was really hoping for the opportunity last year. Um, it didn't come, um, which probably wasn't a bad thing. Had the year focusing on the Championship League, pushed myself hard. Um, and, uh, yeah, now I've got the opportunity. I think it's a great thing, having the Rising Stars spot. Um, is going to help bring on us youngsters to no end. And we'll look to the championship because you're with Oxford, is that right? Yeah, no, Oxford's um, back again and uh, it's, it's a great stadium. Jamie Courtney's there, has done a brilliant job and, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's 
big help in British Speedway. It's fantastic, like you said, for British Speedway. How, how exciting is it for you to get in on the ground floor, so to speak, you know, become a fan favourite early on? Yeah, definitely. I hope my, my fluorescent orange wheels put in a, a good show and people will start to come and enjoy supporting us home riders. It's a great team and everyone, same there, got a great atmosphere with Troy and everyone. So, yeah, it's definitely something to look forward to. And I, thought that, I think the first couple of home meetings are sold out, so that's going to be great having a, a real home crowd cheering you on yeah no i think there's been over 2,000 tickets sold and um it's going to be a big turnout and if people haven't booked they've definitely got to give it a look because it's well worth it um i i think it'll, having the atmosphere at the track will help boost us and push us boys to bring in the home wins have you set any personal goals for yourself this year is there anything you specifically want to achieve um i, I want to stay in the main body or move up into the main body i've moved up to number two um for this season um, put my average up last year and the main aim for me is just to keep pushing my average up and enjoying myself um, when it comes to Kings Lynn if I can score more than my average of meeting I'll be pleased um, so I'm not going to set myself silly goals because you know it puts a lot of pressure but I'm just going to go and enjoy it and have fun oh, that sounds brilliant Jack thank you very much best of luck for this year no worries thank you ever so much Jack Thomas, the rising star for the Kings Lynn Stars, speaking with Lee Wilde. And um, he's also doubling up with Oxford as well, and they have their first home action this week as well. Long awaited and great to have Oxford back in British Speedway too. More riders to come in the next part of No Breaks, No Fear then. We'll hear from Danny King, Josh Pickering and Sam Masters. And we turn the attention on the team managers as well, hear from all six team managers. And we've got the rising stars yet to come too, as we bring you more reaction and more interviews from the launch of British Speedway's Premiership, all on the way in the next part of No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. No brakes, no fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Welcome back. I'm Ian Brannan and bringing you all the sounds from the media launch of British Speedway's Premiership, which took place this week at the National Speedway Stadium at Bellevue. Uh, British Speedway Promoters Limited, alongside Eurosport, hosting this event and uh, joined by representatives of all six Premiership clubs. Now, a few more riders to bring you because they had a, a riders panel, the captains all together, and uh, they were interviewed by Abby Stevens, who's going to be fronting the coverage of British Speedway's Premiership on Eurosport once again. In a few moments, we'll hear from Danny King and Sam Masters. But first, she had a conversation with Josh Pickering, the new captain of the Kingsland Stars. And you've got a, a strong personality. So how will you make and um, sort of put your stamp on this side? Yeah, look, I just 
I'm just going to be myself, and I just encourage the other six riders to be their self also. Um, a one-off rider don't win a, a match for a, a, a team. A team wins a match, you know, so all seven riders need to be all putting that effort in at the all given time, you know, and um, as Bomber mentioned before, having Ben Basso at reserve down with Jordan, it's that helps them, but at the same time with having Jack at reserve as well as Richie Worrell for more than half the season, I believe, with how the, um, the pictures are spread out, that's unbelievable, you know, and to have a rider of his calibre and... You know, he's, he's good enough to go out and beat anyone at any given track. So um, for us, it's it's probably a good thing for Jack. He can just go out, do his thing, learn, take in as much knowledge as he can. And the other six riders can really, hopefully, you know, take the pressure away from him. I need to do my part. Uh, having Neil's in the side for, for the month is great. Whether Pete comes back or not, that's, a, that's another question to be had. But um, again, with the other five riders that's there, you know, Richard Lawson, Louis Kerr, uh, Thomas Jorgensen, they've all been there. So uh, there's a quite a, a couple of familiar faces, but it's also new, and I'm looking very forward to get it going on Monday. You mentioned Neil's just then um, for this first part of the season. As a captain, how will you manage that changing dynamic when you're, you're not sure of that replacement at the moment? Yeah, well, it's... Um, before Neil's come into the side, then... Uh, Kilderman was meant to be coming in. I was actually starting the, the side as number one, you know. So then when he got injured and, and Niels was to come into the side, I'm no longer the number one rider, which is it's fine. I don't, I'm don't, i not worried about what number I am. It's just how it is on the day. But having that sort of upsetting at the, the top end of the uh, team, it's, it's quite hard. Obviously, a, a lower point average rider, it's, it's an easier spot to fill because there's more of that calibre, you know, but... Uh, to have a rider to replace like Niels when the time comes, hopefully with his form that he's, he has done here. And I know he's been practising quite well in Poland also. So if he was to um, take off and hit the ground running, it's going to be a lot of big shoes to fill when that time comes. But it would be great if we can have him for the rest of the season. Absolutely. Gosh, thank you so much. Good luck. So, Danny, we were um, just chatting outside, working out how many seasons that you've had with the Ipswich Witches, we think it's 14, but you, you went there as a 16-year-old. Um, having that that loyalty to a club, how can that help with what Richie was saying earlier about bringing riders that have had a less successful last year coming in with this renewed sense of vigour? Yeah, obviously the loyalty goes a long way and it works both ways as well. You know, they um, they give me my chance when I was 16 and um, it's nice that I can still be there now and uh, trying, to, trying to bring some uh, trophies back to Ipswich. And um, yeah, I mean, last year was was a tough year. I, I think on paper we had a good team, but as, as Chris said earlier, you know, losing Jason early on and we struggled for the rest of the year to try and cover for him. Um, and we never really recovered. But again, you know, they, they've built a solid team and I'm really pleased with the way the team shaped up this year. Um, Jason Doyle, obviously, we're going to mention that. He's, uh, he's just fantastic. And to have him at the top leading us out of the way is, is brilliant. And, and already, you know, his, the impact he's had on the rest of the team is great. So um, I, I think we're in for a good year. I was about to add um, and ask about that impact, that impact that he has. We know what he can do on the track, but we also know he's a team player and he's, he's directing his language. So how does that influence how the, the rest of the team come together? Um, obviously, you know you hear it a lot, but in this case, what I've witnessed already this year, he's he's very very one on one with everyone. You know, he'll he'll go around and speak to every rider, whether he knows them or not. You know, he wants to win, and um, 
and it, when you've got someone like that who wants to win and is willing to help everyone else in the team, it, it just sets the team, it sets everything up perfectly. And we mentioned some of the riders that um, their averages possibly don't give a true reflection on their uh, their ability. And Troy Batchelor and Eric Reese, what can they do if they're firing on all cylinders? Yeah, I think they're the key riders, really. Um, as, as you mentioned, we are under the points limit, but the averages don't really justify how good they are. So, um, as we say, Batch hasn't really had much this year, but we all know what he's capable of, and I firmly believe he's going to get back to, to that high level. Um, and Eric, well, he started the season in fantastic form, and um, again, he's going to put in points on his average. So, um, as I say, I'm really pleased, and uh, as long as this rain goes away, I'm really looking forward to get going now. Danny, thank you. Let's um, hear from Sam Masters. So, Sam, stepping up into the captaincy role with a very familiar-looking side. We've mentioned loyalty. Um, we know that Wolves under Pete Adams breeds that consistency. How important is that going into a new season? Yeah, I've got some uh, big shoes to fill. Uh, I don't talk as much as Rory, so I'm not going to try and talk that much. But um, it's you know it's an honour for me to be captain of such a good club. Oh, I came to Wolverhampton in 2016 and we won the league that year. So I started off there by winning the league. Then the next year we lost by one point. So um, hopefully we can get back to that. And uh, and I think last year we were better than fourth or missing out in the playoffs to get into the uh, final we pushed Peterborough the whole whole way throughout the season and um, so we, we are a good enough team because we haven't had many changes and I think that uh, we can push for the league title and the addition of Stevie Wall what would he add? yeah I think it's a good move for him it's uh, just to change his change his career a little bit uh, just to throw uh, make it a bit more exciting for him and probably puts him on his toes a little bit um, I know he's pretty keen and I know he's, he's always been really good rider around Wolves so hopefully he can uh, have a good season at home and he knows his way around most of the other tracks so start off with his old track uh, here in Bellevue and then at Wolves at, at the night on Monday so uh, see how he goes There's a strong Aussie contingent in the, the Wolves setup, but it's the partnership that you have with the American Luke Becker that can also prove um, super powerful for the other teams to be looking at yeah, that's it. Uh, me and Luke, we ride pretty good together. He's the shortest guy in the league and I'm probably the <laughs> tallest guy in the league. Um, but no, we ride good together. We uh, spend a lot of time as well at home. Um, and obviously, Pete keeps us, all us riders pretty close together. He has a couple of guys live, uh, with Dougie living with him and uh, we're all yeah, always always together. So um, the team spirit in, in Wolves is as good as anyone's. Um, and that, that brings points as well because you enjoy racing with your mates. Yeah, and Dougie in great form at the moment as so. well. Yeah, that's it. Dougie started the season really good. He uh, had a good season in Australia as well and done awesome in the means he's done at the start of this year. So hopefully he can keep that going and uh, a battle for number one would be cool. He's just in the team, but um, we'll win as a team, lose as a team and we'll enjoy it along the way. There's the Wolves captain, Sam Masters, speaking with Abby Stevens in front of the assembled media at the National Speedway Stadium. Let's turn our attention to the managers now. Uh, we'll hear from all six team managers from the Premiership uh, in the next um, 15, 20 minutes or so. But um, we'll stick with Wolves because Wolves are going to be one of the first teams to be featured on Eurosports coverage in 2022 when Wolves 
take on Kings Lynn on uh, May the 2nd. Let's hear from the Wolves team boss, Peter Adams, who's been chatting with our very own Lee Wilde. Yeah, it looks very even to me. Um, I mean, everybody's talking about Sheffield as being the standout team, but it's a long all season. Lots can happen. And Wolves are always typically very home at strong. You build a team that's great at Monmore, isn't it? But it's away points that are important in the league. Yeah, you know, if you uh, win all your home matches and pick up something from all of your away matches, I don't think that would still be enough. You know, you need a couple of three wins on the road at least, as well as maintaining your um, your home form. So, uh, yeah, uh, traditionally over the years, you know, people talk about Wolverhampton's home track advantage, but I don't particularly think that um, we've got one of them. We, you know, we tend to select riders who we know are good at Wolves, and that's different. You've got two very strong reserves in your team this year, two very talented British riders as well. How exciting is it to work with those? Yeah, very. You know, we've, um, we've built a very strong top five as well with five potential heat leaders sitting there. So any deficiencies that might rear up in the reserve positions, we think we've got those covered. Um, but as you say, you know, these are two of Britain's brightest talents in the reserve positions and uh, I'm sure they'll both do very well. And we've got one of the biggest days in British Speedway coming up. You've got the bank holiday double header against Bellevue. I think you beat Bellevue the last six times. Are you looking to make that eight, won't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, for a long time, Bellevue held the, uh, the upper hand over Wolverhampton, but we've had the measure of them in the last two or three campaigns and we're looking to extend that... Uh, that um, ascendancy on Monday, of course, but whatever the results, I'm sure the fans are in for two great meetings on uh, on two very different tracks. Absolutely, Peter. Thank you very much. No problem. Wolves team manager Peter Adams with Lee Wilde. Um, next, let's hear from Richie Hawkins, team manager at Ipswich. I think it's fair to say that 2021 didn't really go to plan as far as Ipswich are concerned, but 2022, a solid looking lineup for the Witches, and you sort of sense that it's going to be a much bigger year this year. Former world champion Jason Doyle, Troy Batchelor, Eric Riss, just a few of the names coming into the lineup for 2022. Let's hear about how that team was put together from Richie Hawkins. Yeah, we obviously, you know, after a disastrous year last year we needed to have a big rebuild so you know first first priority I guess was um, signing Doily that was kind of you know the first request or the first sort of person we looked at so obviously we spoke to Doily for a number of years now and uh, never managed to get it over the line but yeah Chris Chris did a great job there Um, yeah and then looking about I suppose Rissy as well we thought Eric could be be available another guy sort of we'd have liked to sort of have you know he's got family links with the with the club as well so yeah to to be in a position to bring him in was another another priority signing really um yeah obviously you know we've got we've got sort of Danny's solid solid skipper you know Danny's going to be in the team every year so you've got a good good basis to build from then and then um yeah looking around really and see who's available and um you know who you think might might fit into the team and I think we've done that well you mentioned that Danny's pretty much going to be in the team every year. How important is loyalty like that in Speedway? Because it's not often found, is it? No, it's rare now. And um, I know over the years, even um, before I was team manager or whatever, obviously me and Danny have got a close relationship. And, um, yeah, when he first dropped into the championship and come to Ipswich, I know Danny could have gone on road for, for for more money, quite, you know, substantially more money at other places. But he wanted to be at Ipswich. So obviously, you know, the place he started, started his career. And um, I think it's important what you get... 
that to somebody like Danny and, and Cameron, who we've got, you know, in our team, that Ipswich is, is it's more than just a job to them. It's a club they spent a lot a number of years at. Um, means 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 a lot to them, and they want to see everything succeed. And also, not just on the track, you know, they, you know, sometimes we get a little bit of stick because they're always at the events, them too, and and that. But that's because they want to be there and they want to do it for the club. And you know, you can rely on them to do anything. You ask them, they'll be there. They'll do anything and pr- to promote the club. And it's it is more than not just going to ra- racing a job and maybe looking at another club. They want to ride for Ipswich as their priority. So that's important, and it's it's good to have have around uh, around in the team. And I think it is something you need. And in the off season, you made a bit of a change with the reserves with the Rising Stars. What was the thinking there? Yeah, well, obviously Anders wasn't the rising star last year, um, but he he he's um, could could do it. He was like um, eligible to do it. So um, yeah, he was he had a great year last year. I thought he more than deserved another another go this year. Um, you know, I think I can work well with Anders. Um, wants to be at Ipswich as well. Very keen to be there. So you know, um, he was you know. He deserved it. Deserved his shot, obviously. And we've we've also got we're having a number eight this year, and to have Daniel, very strong number eight, really. Probably when you look at look at it, he's knocking on the door of of being in 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 a team. So, you know, there's uh, we've got some some yeah good talent there. And how much would you like to be able to bring a title back for these Ipswich fans? You know, they've waited for a while, haven't they? Is this year going to be your year? Yeah, we're desperate, desperate to. That's my 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 sole ambition in Speedway and has been for a, for a long while now. You know, the first year I got involved, Ipswich would have been um, 2010. Um, I loved loved it straight away. Everyone was so so nice to me and so good. And 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 over the sort of the following years now, it's um, yeah, big passion for the club and everything involved as as. Um, yeah, really, really got me, and so yeah, with Desi, you know, Chris is obviously him and his family have put so much into to the last so many years, and it's such a big club to not have a league title for so long. With our, you know, we have such great backing, sponsors, support. Um, yeah, it's time to bring a league title back to everyone, and we'll, we'll certainly be doing our best to do that. Well, Richard, best luck for 2022, and thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Team manager of the Ipswich Witches, Richie Hawkins, with Lee Wilde. Now, over the next 15 minutes or so, you're going to hear from all of the remaining managers in British Speedway's Premiership. We'll hear from Mark Lemon, Alex Brady, Simon Stead, and first, Rob Lyon, of course, who led Dad's Army to the title last year. And uh, they're all in conversation with Nigel Pearson. Rob Lyon, then. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Um, First of all, very briefly, um, you've had a long time now to reflect and, and let it sink in what was achieved last year for Dad's Army. What a name. It was a fantastic achievement, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a special year. I mean, everybody been off for a, for a full year in 2020 and we came back and given the, the, the average age of, of the team, um, that was a tremendous achievement. You know, pro- probably sort of uh, compare it to in football terms, probably Leicester City winning the Premiership, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, I've always had a, a great, a great sort of fun and all that experience. You know, it was great. Worked, worked really well. And it was your first season back as a team manager as yeah. well. Yeah, a couple of years out and came back and bang, here we go. So yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and was there ever, ever any doubt that you'd come back to management, Rob, or was it always going to be on the on the on the cards at some stage after leaving Kingsley? Possibly, uh, I mean, I needed a couple of years out, if I'm honest, and um, yeah, I got itchy feet and started talking about coming back again the previous year, I think 2019 we spoke about it, 
but obviously 2020 got written off and uh, yeah we went for it and yeah I really enjoyed it and your team just the one change Ben Basso comes in uh, in place of a retired Bjarne Pedersen you've got Chris Bonner Harris here one of the most excitable riders exciting riders that, <laughs> what's excitable exciting uh, yeah riders that the sport has ever seen on the, on the domestic front in the UK we'll never forget his 2007 Cardiff win has he told you about that yeah a couple of times yeah um, fantastic so the team what are your thoughts on it well pretty much the same as last year really I mean like I say six back it's unusual mm. to get six riders back in a, in a winning team and we were delighted to bring all six back and obviously Bjarni retired um, and we've, as I say we brought Benjamin Basso in and he's had a great start and I'm sure he's got a great career ahead of him and uh, he's fitted in really well and the boys are sort of uh, just carried on where they left off and that's the plan really continue as we were last year and it's great to have all six team managers here today as the reigning champion in front of your rivals <laughs> what's your message to them from Peterborough <laughs> <laughs> well you know we're apart from we're older we, than your team yeah we're a lot older than their teams yeah yeah but, <laughs> hey we're there we're the champions and we proved it last year and um, we feel we've got a, good, a real good chance of retaining that title, so we won't be pushovers, won't be easy. That'll be six great teams. I mean, there's six good teams. Championship looks good, doesn't it? Does yeah. Looks if to be honest, it looks probably a tad stronger than last year. Um, so it'll be tight, be tough, but we're up for the challenge. So um, bring it on. Do you like the other five managers, or there are, are there any that you have particular dislike to? <laughs> oh bloody hell! Um, <laughs> Yeah, they're okay. They're good guys. <laughs> Rob, thanks for joining us. Brilliant. If you can hand the mic over. Simon Stead of the Sheffield Tigers and, of course, Joint Great Britain World Champion Manager. Fantastic stuff, Simon. Back at the scene of that wonderful moment with the Great Britain Speedway team last October, which was um, well, part of a stunning, sensational finish to the British Speedway season with Peterborough uh, and Bellevue putting on a great final for us as well. Um, Simon, Sheffield already off to a good start, a couple of League Cup wins and not one at home yet. Yeah, really good start. Um, it's, it's sort of, it's nice to hit the ground running. Um, the team looks, looks great on paper, but ultimately nothing's won on paper uh, as we saw last season. And I think it's fair to say that, that, that Peterborough at the start of last season weren't the most fancied team and look at the fantastic achievement that they had. Um, uh, that's tribute to, to the guy sat next to me, who um, who is a is a fantastic team manager, a fantastic leader of that team. So, um, I know that Sheffield will have their work out. I know it's been mentioned that we we look we're you know there with the favourites. Um, it's important to show a level of, level of respect to the other teams and the other team managers, um, but also have have a confidence about us that we can go about our business. And if we do that in the right manner, then uh, then then we'll be up there challenging. Yeah, a couple of good results already, but taking nothing for granted, I presume you're still work in progress. Yeah, that's right. It's been it's been nice to, to start the season so well, but um, we we need a couple of home fixtures. Uh, we did have slip ups at home last season. Um, something that we wanted to address. I believe we have a, a better team this year than we did last year. So uh, if we've made the the necessary progress that we that we need to, then we'll be then we'll be strong both home and away, and uh, that'll stand us in a really good place. And one thing I'm pleased to see as well is some riders coming back to British Speedway. Um, and you've brought a guy back who won the league in 2019 with Swindon, Tobias Musielak. Um, how exciting is that signing for you? Unbelievable. I watched him at Wolverhampton on um, the other Monday and 
uh, what a fantastic talent. You know, I've always rated him. I saw him at, uh, at Glasgow um, a season or two back at the GP uh, at the GP Challenge. He's just um, that was fantastic. last year. Last year, last year just, yeah. just unbelievable. You know, he went through the card. He went through the card, yeah. uh, and I think he was on Brady's bikes. <laughs> you know, just it's just like nothing to do with it. Not that good a rider. It was just a ride, Brady. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, when I, when when uh, Damien Mark and, uh, and myself were talk, speaking about the, the prospect of bringing back, I thought it, uh, it gave us a level of excitement. Um, a fantastic team rider, uh, not your not your average pole. I think it's fair to say, um, and and somebody who's super exciting out on track. So yeah, we're really happy to get that one over the line. Yeah, and Craig Cook, formerly of this club, of course, Bellevue. You've signed Craig Cook, who's achieved quite a bit in his career. Um, and, a, and a pretty shrewd signing and a, an important part of the team there. Well, a GP rider, former GP rider, no less. You know, former GP rider, British champion. Um, plenty to offer. Uh, and on his day, still one of the best uh, domestic league riders. So, you know, there were there were points last season when I looked through his scores, and you know, he went through the card. Uh, that's difficult to do um, for anybody at, at this level. And. Uh, he go. He just gives a little bit more strength in depth. The fact that he's not necessarily going to start the season for us as a as a heat leader takes the pressure off him, and uh, gives us a really good balance. Just a final thought on the bigger world picture with uh, the Great Britain team. You're going to defend your Speedway of Nations title in De in Denmark, live on Discovery Plus stroke Eurosport in the UK. Um, how good is it to have such? TV coverage with the World Championship, the Grand Prix, the Speedway of Nations, uh, and the British League as well, all under one banner. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's, uh, I think it's fantastic. It, it, it's perhaps, in all honesty, been a little bit disjointed before, and um, but to have it all under all under that same banner is brilliant. Um, the structure of it looks looks better and uh, and easier to understand. Uh, and the, ultimately, we're going to get more t more more Speedway on TV, which is which is what we all want to see. Our um, our position, obviously, as world champions, uh, is an exciting position to be in. Uh, one that we've not had had the, the pleasure of before. But um, going out and defending a championship is is equally as difficult as, as winning one. So we don't expect it to be easy. Um, in fact, we expect it to be to be very very difficult. But um, it's a it's a nice challenge to to have and a nice position to be in. And uh, we'll embrace it and give it our best shot. Final thought, Simon, there's just been a couple of times this winter where maybe a team's been a rider short here or there um, and they could do with somebody. Ever thought of getting the old Kevlar's back on and doing some laps here or over at your place? No, I think, I think the, you know, who wouldn't love to go and have a flash round the National Speedway Stadium or, or Ollerton on a, on a Thursday night? If, if, I could, if I could do what Ty Wolfenden wants to do and perhaps only do the home fixtures, then, then it might be a different answer. But... Uh, I'm, I'm happy with with what I'm doing now. I'm, you know, I'm heavily involved at, uh, uh, in my family business. I've got a young family. Uh, I enjoy doing the team management for both Sheffield and um, and the GB work that I do. The academy that we've got going on. It's um, it's there's a lot of time consuming things going on in my life right now without without needing to throw a leg over a bike and doing some laps. So I'm happy with where I am and uh, and I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, Once neither. a speedway rider, always a speedway rider. Now, come on, how, how long would you need to get up to speed and beat riders like these around Sheffield? All 
He's gone all shy now, hasn't he? Hey, he's gone all shy. Yeah, I don't want to upset the boys. Could you still do it, Si? Yeah, I think I could still do it, um, but I don't think I'd be as fast as these guys for <laughs> quite some time. Good answer. Great answer. Well done. With that, we'll hand over to Alex. Thanks so much indeed, Steady. Brilliant stuff. Alex, great to see you. New to the team management business halfway through last season. All the reports I've read that riders have said, positive impact and, and, and have settled in really well. And it's a revamped Kingsland side this year with some key signings. How's your thoughts? Yeah, we, we knew we needed to make a lot of changes from last year. Obviously, it wasn't a year anybody wanted. Um, just pleased to get to the end of it, to be honest, uh, unscathed and, and, and rebuild. But yeah, we've, we've made four changes from last season. Um, and I think they're all positive as well. Uh, Josh and Jack, two of them sitting here today, two people I really want to bring into to Kings Lynn. Um, we've also got Niels Chris Neverson in for a month as well. Um, and and Richie Worrell, I believe, is, is the best reserve in this league. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to getting going. You think you're going to be busy giving Richie a few extra rides here and there? Yeah, and uh, some managing some uh, some other riders potentially only doing free free rides elsewhere. But yeah, it, we all know the score from the start is, is how it is, and you know if, if it's a team effort at the end of the day. If, if one rider's performing, they're coming in. If someone's not, if we can't can't fix it, then we'll change it. You had an issue. Peter Kilman got hurt in Poland. You've got Niels Christian Everson back uh, at the start of the season. When will the time come that you'll need to address that issue, Alex? Uh, once the Premiership Cup is over. Um, we've got some options, potentially. Um, I'm in constant contact with Peter Kilderman, actually, as of the last few days. Is he still um, an option, Peter, to come back? Yeah, his social media post the other day raised a few questions um, because he said he was fully fit and he's telling me a different, slightly different story. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it, that's still an option, potentially. Speedway riders, you see, you can't trust a word they say. Tell him, Nightmare. So, um, <laughs> but generally speaking, fantastic um, moves that you've made and important for Keith Chapman, the owner, and Dale Allen, the co-promoter, important for everybody at Kingsland to bounce back. They can't afford another season like last year, can they really? Absolutely not. We're well supported with the crowds. Um, ironically, it's one of the best years we've had in terms of crowd levels for, well, since, since Rob's days really, uh, in 2018 when they went close to win the league. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really important that we have a good year this year. Um, there's no bones about it. We we have to be better than last year. And I presume you were a fan on the terraces watching Rob Lyons' Kingsland Stars rip up the championship, were you? Yeah, I was, and, and steady racing as well, and and Mark too. And yeah, so yeah, I've seen all these guys. It's a bit surreal sometimes sitting around them and, and talking to them in the pits and things like that. But yeah, it's um, it's good fun. I thought you looked a bit starstruck there. <laughs> I'm Richie as well. I just missed it back. So. <laughs> Brilliant, Alex. Thanks so much indeed. Good luck for the season ahead. Um, I know you, uh, you've had postponements as well, so you'll be, get, you'll be busy soon enough, I'm sure. Mark Lemon of the Bellevue Aces, our host club here today, and I'm sure Bruce <laughs> very much appreciate the work that Bellevue have done to host today, Mark, along with Eurosports. So thanks ever so much to you and your staff. Uh, much appreciated. Um, how long would it take you to get back on a bike and start winning races against this lot? A very long time. <laughs> I have no intention, uh, and I'm not, I'm not sure if you realise, uh, Nigel, but uh, the sport's quite dangerous. <laughs> so uh, respect to all these guys out there, but it's their time. It's, I've had my day. It's uh, moved on, you know. So uh, you know, my my sort of uh, cognitive diversity has had to sort of evolve, um, you know, from a rider to a team manager into a slash sort of you know promoter, and, and sort of now running a, a business club in the, in the world of speedway. So. Uh, I really have a lot of respect for all these guys that uh, throw their leg over the bike, um, and um, yeah, I think they're very, very brave. And um, yeah, good 
good luck with your careers, guys. But uh, <laughs> you know, I've got to focus on uh, you know seven of our own at the year in Manchester of the Aces. Um, so I'll, I'll just you know, concentrate on that for now. Yeah, absolutely. I think if there's a tie at the top of the uh, the playoff area, you know, for fourth spot. Um, say if there's a tie between Ipswich, Bellevue and Sheffield, I think what we should do is uh, just have a match race between these three boys, um, get Richie, get Mark and Simon back on a bike, and the winner of that race gets you into the playoffs, so no pressure there. But Mark, um, you're so fortunate. I know this is a big venue, a big stadium, a big club to operate, and you're, you're busy now because Adrian Smith has moved on as CEO, so you've taken on that role as well. But what a venue to work from. I mean, this is just magnificent, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic, and obviously we welcome Eurosport and all the media here today. Um, you know, obviously, you know, when I look out my office and I see this fantastic stadium and, and pitch that's in the middle, um, you know, it it's just feels wonderful. But, uh, you know, the racing that this, this track throws up week in, week out is just phenomenal. Um, yeah, quite a privilege and quite an honour for me to be involved in this club, you know. I've never been a historian of, of Speedway, but I, I really understand the iconic you know, resemblance that uh, this club holds, you know, as the longest continuous running Speedway track in the world. Um, so it's quite a privilege. Um, but, you know, we're in the performance game at the end of the day, so, you know, you can have all the, the privileges and the nice, you know, stadiums and stuff, but uh, you've got to, you know, your track and your team uh, perform up, you know, during the, during the season and, um, you know, try and chase trophies. So. You know, there's, there's obviously challenges and um, you know, running a business is, you know, has uh, its challenges, but uh, you know, the focus really is you know, the aces in the premiership. Absolutely. Um, like Simon, though, you have a dual role, if you like, because you are the Australian team manager as well, um, based in the UK. Does that create any pitfalls, any problems, or do you manage to handle that pretty well? Well, it was quite difficult last year watching Team GB you know, do very successfully well here, you know, the track I promote. So, um, you know, had two caps there that day. It was just a, an awesome day, you know, congratulations to GB. They were, you know, obviously the best of the team on, on the whole weekend. But, uh, you know, it means, you know, a lot of de- long days, uh, a lot of work, um, involvement. But, you know, I'm quite passionate about Speedway, so I, I enjoy it anyway. Um, but, you know, I think there, yeah, it's a privilege to be, you know, leading my, my nation in, in the Speedway front. Um, you know, we've got some great guys that have come through and, and, and represented the country, and we've got a, a bunch of young kids coming through again. That some of them just signed in the UK this year, which you know I sort of dare I say like a father figure to them. You know, they've got someone to call if they've got any hassles, and you know I, I like to be that person that's there for them if they need me. Um, I, I get a real kick out of that and seeing them progressing through the sport. You know, it's uh, we, we need to look at more sustainable levels, uh, levels uh, in speedway. Uh, we need more numbers to get more involved. We need to create more opportunities. You know, the sport itself has a lot of opportunities, but it, it enhances a lot of excitement and a lot of you know great opportunities um, being involved in the sport. So uh, hopefully, there's going to be more of that to come. Yeah, and just finally, big bank holiday for Bellevue. Of course, before that, you go to Sheffield on Thursday, but. Here, midday, Wolverhampton, and then down to Wolves on on Monday night. So a busy weekend for you. Yeah, a huge weekend. Obviously, we have the Colts here on the Friday, uh, night on the Good Friday. But yeah, Easter Monday, you know, against the Wolves, you know, and sort of our your longest rivals, I'd say. And uh, you know, obviously, I've got to get pretty early to, to get one over Pete Adams, who's you know, one of the best uh, team managers in the business. Um, but yeah, that's a cracking match. Um, you know, it always throws up some curveballs and some fireworks, and I expect nothing different. Um, but you know, it's our league campaign. You know, we need to throw a big one at Sheffield on Thursday, and a, another one, you know, home and away on, on the Monday to, to you know, give us a chance to realistically make that uh, league cup on. There's Bellevue's Mark Lemon rounding off that section as we hear from all of British Speedway's Premiership managers. 
what about the guys who are going to be lining up in heat number two? The Rising Stars. We'll hear from them next. And we will also hear from uh, a member of the team who claimed the first bit of silverware in 2022. From the Red Car Bears, we'll hear from Eric Riss. Red Car claiming that first trophy of the year, winning the Time Tease Trophy with a fairly convincing win. So that all to come in the final section of No Breaks, No Fear next. No brakes, no fear. The official British Speedway podcast. If you haven't already, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, or whatever it is that your app suggests that you might do to uh, follow this podcast so that um, you don't miss any future episodes. You'll be here every single Wednesday, first thing in the morning, with everything you need to know about British Speedway each week. Um, coming up, we'll hear from Eric Riss. Red Car Bears have won a trophy. Did you know that? They beat Newcastle in the Time Tees trophy to retain that uh, title in the northeast. Uh, but uh, Eric Riss, no small part of that. He's had a great start to the, uh, the season, uh, which has got to be exciting news for Ipswich fans. And, but also for red car fans alike because uh, he really has been putting some serious points away. So Eric Riss on the way soon. First of all, let's hear from the rising stars in the Premiership who uh, were all part of that media launch of British Speedway's Premiership this week at the National Speedway Stadium. So Nigel Pearson had a chat with uh, one from each team, starting off with the reigning champions, Peterborough. Jordan Palin, 17 years old, already has a title to his name. And uh, he spoke with Nigel first about uh, the upcoming 2022 season. How excited are you to be back, Jordan? Yeah, definitely. It's great to be back with the uh, same squad doing apart from Ben. So, um... Well, a lot of learning to do for myself, really, just nitpick at all the knowledge what Bomber and like yeah, the other teammates have. So it'll be good to get back on track and just keep uh, hopefully winning the league. And what an experience that was to be part of that side last year. You must have been delighted when it was clearly obvious that you could go back for a second season to be a part of it all. Yeah, it was a bit sur- surreal for me, really. First um, proper speedway season for me, and to win the league title with the uh, boys I was with, it was uh, unreal, really. Fantastic. Are you going to be busy because you've got Scunthorpe as well in the Championship? Uh, yeah, I'm doubling up this year in England and um, another club in Denmark, so it'll be good to get some meetings uh, overseas and uh, just improve my skills. Fantastic. Well done, Jordan. Have a great season. We wish you all the very best. Jack Thomas of the Kingsland Stars is with us. Jack, um, local lad, of course. How much does it mean to you to be riding for the Stars now? Um, yeah, quite a lot in all honesty. Um, started my career acting, training and learning thanks to Keith and uh, always wanted to ride for Lynn. Um, when it came to having the choice at the time I did choose Kent. Um, thought it was a better option when I first started my career but now I've got the opportunity to ride local and which will allow me more time in the workshop and more prep, gym, anything. Um, it'll be a lot more practical for me than having to travel quite a distance. Absolutely and great news at Oxford are back in the sports as well. Yeah, no, um, having the opportunity from Oxford is an, another great chance to take. Um, had a couple of offers and have nearly secured a deal with Birmingham to be back there, but Oxford popped up. Um, management always got on with Jamie, and then having Jason Crump come in as a team manager, you know, just topped out for the, for the team. And yeah, having the first few laps there the other day in the track's awesome. Brilliant. Great news for British Speedway indeed. And we wish you well with the stars this year as the rising star, Jack. Thanks so much for coming along today. It's uh, great to see you. Anders Rowe of uh, the Ipswich Witches is with us. Anders, good to see you as well. 
This Rising Stars scheme seems to be working pretty well in the Premiership, doesn't it? I mean, you look at you look at you all here today, young guys who've got opportunities in the Premiership. Yeah, definitely. It's um, it's really cool to see that um, we sort of the young guys get a chance um, in the in the top league and riding against some of the best riders in the world. So it's um, it's really cool to get that chance. And um, obviously, like last year, we um, quite a few of us surprised uh, surprised a lot of people. And um, yeah, it's really cool. Fantastic. And yourself um, back with Ipswich and learning from the likes of Jason Doyle. Danny King, the the skipper who's here today, of course. Troy Batchelor's done a lot of laps in his career, so will he be tapping into their expertise and knowledge? Yeah, definitely. It's um, I don't think we can be uh, far behind. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the club now. No, oh, I can't remember. I forget that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, we can't be. Um, I just got to talk, tap into everything and try and um, try and improve as much as I can, really. And. Yes, um, all the tools are there for me, and um, I just got to go and have some fun and race my bike. Yeah, we wish you all the very best, Anders. And uh, I know your dad's with you again today as well, Dan Topman. So uh, good to see him. Connor, um, I moved to Sheffield. Um, Tell us your thoughts. It's a a club you know well, so um, uh, pretty pretty good call to go back there. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, You know, it's great to be working with Simon, and uh, like everyone said on paper, we're one of the favourites of the team, so we've just got to prove that we are and um, finish up there. You've made a good start, Connor, haven't you? Two away wins under your belt so far, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a great start. Um, couldn't really go after anything better, so uh, looking forward to the home meeting on Thursday and carry that on. Yeah, you've got Bellevue on uh, on Thursday night, um, and then you've got, I think, Wolverhampton as your final League Cup tie, but then you in May itself, that's when you go into the Premiership. Um, do you read too much into all the Speedway Star experts, the magazine, the, the, the contributors, the journalists and what everybody else is saying on social media that Sheffield are favourites? Do you read too much into that? Uh, no, it's obviously a nice position to be in. Um, like Kyle said, uh, you know, we've got to go and do our own thing. Um, we've got the team to do it, so it's got to make it happen. Absolutely. And what do you think you can achieve yourself, Connor, this year? Um, yeah, I finished last season really well and I just want to carry that on. Um, it's my last year as a rising star, so I want to prove that, you know, I'm capable of riding in the main body of the team. Okay, well, we wish you well. Connor, thanks for joining us. Joe Thompson has joined us today. Joe's the number eight for Wolverhampton. Um, so, an opportunity uh, for experience, mixing with the team, mixing with the first team, and continuing your Speedway education, if you like. Joe, tell us how you feel about joining Wolves. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a good opportunity for myself to just keep learning and progressing and um, hopefully I'll get an opportunity to uh, ride in the Premiership. Yeah, and you you ride for Leicester, of course, in the Championship and you've already started with some big points for yourself. You must be happy. Yeah, I've started really well this season. Um, had a couple of new engines and I think it's doing me well. Um, had some of my biggest scores so far, so I'm just looking to keep it going now. Yeah, fantastic. And when you do get an opportunity for Wolverhampton, um, think you'll be nervous? Think you'll be a bag of nerves? Well, how, how will you approach it, do you think? No, I don't think I'll be nervous at all, really. I just stay calm and uh, just have fun and ride my bike, really. That's what it's all about. You've been doing some work during the winter as well, haven't you? Tell us about that. Yeah, I worked at Morrison's for a little bit, just to keep myself occupied, really, while there's nothing much to do on the bikes. And uh, yeah, that went well, to be honest. Did you get recognised by any Speedway fans? Uh, a few, to be fair. Um, uh, one of the workers actually knew me when we were all, all applying for it. Said she watched me around Leicester, so it's all right. There you go, Speedway fans go to Morrison's. There are other supermarkets available, by the way. So uh, thanks for your time, Joe. Great to see you today. And, uh, and Tom Brennan is with us, uh, part of Great Britain's 
world champions. Congratulations for that again, Tom. Great job. Um, had a long time to let that sink in now and build up to another exciting season with <coughs> Bellevue Aces. Tell us how you feel about it. As you say, um, I think uh, we could talk about that all day. Um, I think uh, for uh, for Great Britain to win the Aspire Nations is one of the biggest achievements, uh, obviously, in a, in a way that you can do. So uh, for me to be a part of that, for me to kind of watch how these guys work, to kind of uh, to sort of follow them, you know, to kind of to kind of see Woofy and obviously Lambert and uh, Dan to see how they um, how how they get themselves prepared for these big meetings was uh, was uh, fantastic. So uh, to be part of that, I'll always be grateful, and uh, hopefully we can go do that again. Um, but yeah, as you say, uh, Bellevue have, have, um, have put together a, a, a um, real good team this year. Um, obviously, last year we were kind of one step short, but uh, that's uh, that's uh, sometimes the way it falls. So we obviously worked as hard as we can, and obviously losing Brady last year was uh, was a big shock to the system for all of us. Uh, but obviously, Mark and everyone had to deal with that, and we all had to as well. Um, but he's back, and he's probably back better than ever. So uh, we can all kind of come together as a team, and obviously having uh, Max here as well, and uh, Charles, and all uh, all of the experience we have is. Uh, is a fantastic, so I hope we can go that go one step more and get the gold this time. How good is it to have Grand Prix riders in British Speedway like you, Jason Doyle, your, your Max Frick that you've already mentioned that is with us here today? How good is it to have these guys back in British Speedway for you guys to race against? That's well, great, you know, obviously back in the day, once upon a time, I mean, British Speedway was uh, was uh, the place to be. Um, and uh, these guys here today, obviously Eurosport, um, everything's happening here today is... Uh, is a um, great honour to be a part of and obviously these guys want to make British Speedway great again and uh, for us to be a part of that, for us to kind of show our face and have this Rising Star, uh, uh, rising star scheme is uh, is uh, great for all of it. So uh, we, <laughs> even though we have got the kind of name of Rising Stars on our back, we'll definitely be trying to be the best we can and uh, there's no reason why not. I mean, you just have to have a look out the window and obviously see the track that we uh, <laughs> that we can race on every week and uh, it's, a, uh, it's a, no-brainer, a, a no-brainer why everyone likes coming here. Tom Brennan then rounding off that little section as we hear from British Speedway's Rising Stars. And what a way to end his 2021 with a gold medal around his home track of the National Speedway Stadium. What's 2022 going to have in store? Well, it all starts on TV. May the 2nd, Wolves versus Kingslin, the opening fixture live on Eurosport. Now, one team have already claimed some silverware in British Speedway, and they are the Red Car Bears. Newcastle and Red Car drew 45 all at Bruff Park but it was the Bears who completed the formality of winning the Time Tees Trophy with an aggregate win of 105 to 74 Eric Riss was the star man though completing a 5 ride paid maximum 14 plus 1 in the last race as the visitors took a 4-2 to ensure a share of the spoils on the day for British Speedway's first silverware heads to Teesside Let's hear from Eric Riss. He's been speaking after that fixture with Ryan Nussel. Yeah, very happy. Um, I got a bit lucky in heat 13. I was in third and Paul Stark, he um, had a failure. So I got a bit lucky, but apart from that, I've won every race. So yeah, happy with that. We won a trophy, so yeah. And were you impressed with Newcastle more here than at home? Because when we were at our place, it was more one-sided. They were better this evening. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was. I expected that, you know. It's, a few of their guys, they're, they're specialists around here and really quick around here where they might struggle elsewhere a bit, but um, it was expectable that it was going to be a challenge today and obviously we got a draw, so you, you can see they were much stronger around here. you got to make the start. I mean, I made the start of one and I was hoping for Louis to be behind me. That's all you can do really because it's such a tight track. Even from the start, you don't really have time to, 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 to look around and 
wait for your partner because it's so tight and close and if you make one mistake you you know you could end up being passed so I made the start and I was hoping for him to be there but unfortunately it was uh, Paul Stark in second. Uh, do these kind of tracks improve you as a rider because you haven't been ride, racing speedway for that long? Um, well I spend I spend five seasons at, at Edinburgh um, which is also a really technical track so I think that's probably why I get on with small tracks it's not really my favorite um, I, I prefer uh, big and fast tracks but I still enjoy riding it because um, as I said I rode at Edinburgh for a while and you know I've got a track in my, in my backyard which is quite similar to this even smaller so yeah riding here kind of feels like riding at home in the backyard. Um, going ahead to Friday now against Birmingham yeah. do you expect a tough test because we did have a tough test against Plymouth but yeah. you most would say Plymouth is stronger than Birmingham yeah I don't expect it to be as tough as um, Plymouth I think it should be a bit easier but you can't underestimate anyone and it's it's not so much about underestimating someone it's more you know you got to get everything right on the day you know the track could be a little bit different and you got justly set up and you just got to get everything right but if we perform like we usually do I think it's going to be easier than Plymouth and out of 10 you'll start the season what are you rating it so far probably an eight an eight yeah fair. Um, I'm pretty satisfied so far um, you know I wanted to last year wasn't my best year so I wanted to come back um, and score well right from the start and I'm doing that so pretty satisfied there's Eric Riss speaking with Ryan Nassau after uh, Red Car Bears claim the Tyne Tees trophy against uh, Newcastle uh, on Sunday. So let's have a look at the week ahead in British Speedway. The Easter bank holiday weekend coming up. There's lots going on. So here's your full look at the scheduled fixtures and hopefully the weather behaves itself. Starting with Wednesday, April 13th, the Birmingham Brummies take on the Pool Pirates at 7.30 in the Championship. And uh, also the opening fixture for Oxford. Oxford Cheaters versus the Scunthorpe Scorpions. It's a sellout crowd, 7.30 the start time. Thursday then, that's April 14th, um, Premiership level Speedway, of course, and uh, Ipswich Witches versus the Peterborough Panthers in the Premiership League Cup Southern Group. And in the Northern Group, it's the Sheffield Tigers versus the Bellevue Aces. On Friday, um, which is Good Friday, Bellevue Colts versus the Plymouth Centurions. That starts at one o'clock in the National Development League and the National Speedway Stadium. Uh, then at five o'clock in the Championship, it's Scunthorpe score versus the Leicester Lions and at 7.30 on Good Friday Edinburgh Monarchs versus the Berwick Bandits the Pool Pirates versus Oxford Cheaters Redcart Bears versus Birmingham Brummies and it's Glasgow Tigers versus Newcastle Diamonds all of those fixtures start at 7.30 but Glasgow Tigers versus Newcastle Diamonds will be streamed live on the British Speedway Network uh, the show will start at at 7, tapes up at 7.30. Then on Saturday, the return leg for Berwick Bandits versus the Edinburgh Monarchs. That gets underway at 6.30 at Shieldfield Park because after the championship fixture, the national development fixture will happen between the Berwick Bullets and the Armadale Devils. So two meetings for the price of one on Easter Saturday. Uh, also at Leicester, it's Leicester Lions versus the Pool Pirates. That's a 7 o'clock start time. Sunday, we've got action. Uh, the Tunnel Trophy, uh, Kent 
Royals versus a Thurrock Hammers Select at 12 o'clock. Uh, we've also got the Pool Tech Challenge at Mildenhall on Sunday. That's at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And at Bruff Park, it's Newcastle Diamonds versus the Edinburgh Monarchs. A 5.30pm start time in the Championship Knockout Cup first round, first leg. And then, Bank Holiday Monday. Well, it's a busy one, especially if you're a Bellevue or a Wolves fan because they've got a classic Bank Holiday double header. 12 o'clock start time at the National Speedway Stadium. Bellevue Aces versus the Wolverhampton Wolves. And that's in the League Cup Northern. 12pm start time with the return down the M6 and a few other roads as well besides, I imagine. Uh, Wolves versus Bellevue, the return at 8 o'clock at Monmore on Monday night. In between time, it's Peterborough Panthers versus the Kingsland Stars getting underway at 5 o'clock. And then on Tuesday, we've got action in the Championship. Plymouth Gladiators versus the Leicester Lions with a 7 o'clock start time. And that pretty much takes you through the Easter bank holiday period. And don't forget to join us here on No Breaks, No Fear next Wednesday. The new episode will be out reviewing all of that action, or as much as we can cram in anyway. Have a great time. Have a happy Easter. Enjoy your speedway wherever you're heading. And uh, we will catch you next week on No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. I'm Ian Brannan. This podcast is a Nigel Pearson Media Limited production for British Speedway. No brakes, no fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.